I want to say good evening to everybody. I want to thank you guys for coming back and tuning in to my podcast, Singly Gay. Um, I want to welcome everyone to the family affair. See all my lovely people? See my family? Ain't they so beautiful? Look at them. Look at them. Rainbow of sunshine. Look at my folks. <laughs> yes. So tonight we're going to be touching on, you know, why some of us joined a Greek organization. You know, um, give us a little backstory about ourselves, talk about other different things, you know, LGBTQ stuff related, and just, you know, just show us who we are. So I want to introduce my Judys this evening. Um, I want to introduce, you know, I have my brothers here, Mr. EC and Mr. Unique. How y'all doing? (laughs) Yes. Got my sisters here, Miss Tori and Miss Libra. What's going on, honeys? Hey. The fact fact that we both Libras, though, is the I just want y'all to know that. Okay. Last but not least, I got my bruh here. You know, Mr. Champion, what's going on? (laughs) What's good? What's good, everybody? Yes. So, how's everybody week been so far? I'm surviving. I mean, it's modern day slavery in this joint. (laughs) (laughs) Not not slavery. Why gotta be slavery? What what happened? You didn't you ran into the white man? Uh, we all ran into that (laughs) mother. I know that's right. So I definitely want to thank you guys for taking the time out tonight to do this. Um, I know it has been a crazy couple of weeks because I've been just so excited to do this. I just wish it was like a lot sooner, but it's here now. Um, If you guys want to go in, whoever want to go first, it doesn't matter. You know, give a little detail about yourself. You know, let the people know who you are and let them know what org that you're in. Talk about you. I defer to the ladies to go first. Okay, I guess. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Um, hold on, wait. Because <laughs> I was about to talk like I was on my own live, like live, live. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm Tori, and um, I am a part of Final Campus Rody Incorporated. I have been a part of that organization since 2006. So, we out here with years behind these letters, okay? Um, I'm not going to give you my fraternal name because you don't need to know that. And uh, yeah, so we here, we live, we popping. PNK's been around since 2002. So we've been here for a good little minute. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can go to the next. <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole podcast to talk. Okay, right. Come on, Miss Libra. Let them know who you are, baby. What's going on, everyone? As they said, my name is Libra. And yes, I am a Libra. Born October 12th. How you doing? Um, I'm here representing... Okay, Libra gang. Um, I'm here representing Capital Sigma Sorority Incorporated. Emphasis on Incorporated because we got some imposters out here in the yard. That part! That but part. I ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> okay. Y'all know who y'all are. But um, anyways, I'm here representing Capital Sigma Sorority Incorporated. Um, founded in 2014. And I came in in 2015 in the springtime. 
even though I was born in the fall. But um, I've been a part of the lovely organization ever since. We're <clears throat> constantly growing, getting new members. We just lost our biggest line of four girls. So that's, that's amazing. Good. You know, I'm very I'm proud of the team. Thank you, thank you. I'm so proud of the team that was put together to accomplish that and, you know, ready to get it started again. So, yes. Um, Cap out of Sydney Sorority Incorporated. Oh, follow us on Wikipedia. Check that out. Come on. Come on, Wikipedia. Come on. <laughs> okay, any other gentlemen want to go? You want me to go? Go ahead. <clears throat> okay, my name is Unique Wilson. Unique Gail Wilson. Um, I'm a member of Kappa Psi Kappa Fraternity Incorporated. I've been a member since um, spring 2011. Um, I re- I rechartered the Noble New Chapter NYC, and I've been KSI till I die. Since then, every every day KSI we. Have, we have continuously progressed, grown, and grew the New York area, and we're continuously gr- growing as an organization. And I also founded Kappa Out of Sigma Sorority. Kudos to you. But don't yeah. let him, first of all, he being real modest because when he got into New York, it was just him. And now it's like a hundred of these motherfuckers running around. He <laughs> <laughs> and came in and put his whole foot to the ground. And now he's a whole chapter. Right. A whole, a whole literal. I'll go, I'll go. Uh, so what's up, everybody? I'm Champ. Um, I am part of Alpha Psi Kappa Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, much like my twin sisters, Fire New Kappa, we were founded in 2002. Um, and I have been here since uh, 2006, putting years to the ground. Uh, and this is all I know. This is all I ever want to know. So, you know what I mean? Get at me. I ain't gonna tell you my my government name because you're in my business and don't do that. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no telling business here. <laughs> um, EC, a uh, member of Alpha Omega Kappa Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, the first. There's a lot of fakes out there, but the first, but they incorporated, similar to what Libra said. Uh, founded in 2012, um, I crossed over spring 2017. I will be having my fourth cap anniversary in about 12 days. Um, ah. King, okay. I was born a king, made a king, I'll die a king. Let's go. I know that's right. Yes. See, I know that's right, y'all. See that this is my lovely family. Y'all see how they just introduce themselves, coming in here strong, gang, gang up in this piece. <laughs> yes, but a lot of people don't know. Um, yes, this is my podcast. I am the hostess with the mostest, Aquarius Kelly, and I did cross into Kappa Psi Kappa Fraternity Incorporated myself. I'm fall 2016 in this piece. Um, still been here, always gonna be here, and I'm a rep to the day I die to the fullest, baby. You feel me? <laughs> Ah, wow. Yes. <laughs> already know. So let's get this thing kicked off and started. So, you know, Spike telling, you know, the folks about yourselves and talk about the organizations that you are repping and that you are in. Give a little backstory about you. Like what put you in a position to be the person or the role model or the leader that you are today? 
Wow, we just gonna go right into that, huh? Right. <laughs> Pick that up. Dive in like Trey Song. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, um, before we even get that deep, because <laughs> you know, leadership comes with a whole lot of different roles, like a lot of different paths. Like, you don't just jump in and just be automatically a leader. Like, you gotta go through some hoops and circus poodles to get there. Okay. But it's like, with me, just giving a little background, when I joined PNK, Final Cap Sorority Incorporated, I joined off of the strength of me trying to see if I can make it and mesh with a bunch of chicks. Like, cause I always been around dudes my whole life. Like I'm, I'm a big old tomboy, if you didn't know that. And so when I joined PNK, I was like, hmm, let's see if I could do this. Like, I really wanted to join the org by, besides the fact that doing the research and being hella gay, and we all know the stigma about behind D9 orgs and you being gay. So I was like, I wanted, I wanted to know if there was gay orgs. And then I found a whole group I forgot the name of that group. I don't know the name that that page was on when uh, LGBT orgs were just like this big. And um, I mean, because there's a thousand of them out there. Like they they popping up like daisies. Um, but when I found PNK and I was just like, oh, let me see if I can do this. Then I done joined, I done got hit and boom. I didn't want to do nothing, but I hit the ground running because that's just me. But I didn't want to do nothing. I did not set my sights on being any kind of leader. Like I just okay. wanted to make it, get my letters, and you know, just do what it, what I needed to do in the order. And it didn't. It happenstance. Later down in these years, I ended up walking into the path of becoming the, the leader that I am. And I kind of, I um, account that to my growth as a person, like. It has nothing to do with the org. I feel like my growth as a person has put me in a position to be in leadership position in the organization. All right, Don. Anybody else care to elaborate? Who wants to go? I mean, I'll go since I was, I was around that same era. When I was looking, I was like sophomore in college, right? And I'm, I was like stressed trying to find a place where like, Yo, who else wearing a three-piece suit to these interviews? Is it just me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I needed something I needed to fit in. You know, I had, like, mentors in school uh, talking to them. And uh, there was a, a young lady who was actually doing the same search, similar search uh, for a feminine organization. And she was like, yo, I found this list of just LGBTQ orgs. And I was, like, blown away. At that point, I'm like, all right, like, I mean, let's see what it is. Let's see what it's about. Like, I needed to be around, like, like-minded people so that I can grow and hopefully give something back to them. I think, mean, like Tori said, like, eventually, as you grow as a person, it became more important to me to be able to give back, give back more to my org than I was taking out of it. So, I just, I, I never aspired to be, like, in leadership or I just wanted to be a mentor. Like I, I'm, all, I'm always the first one to be like, I want to be a big bruh. Like I'd rather just do the mentorship portion. And then I kind of just 
fell into leadership, I would say. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, hey, this is this is my next next progression. Like, I I can mentor from here as well. So it was just kind of like my growth as a person and kind of understanding that mentorship can still continue with leadership as well. So that's no, kind of my, my progression. <laughs> that's definitely a good thing because when you think of like, um, certain folks that people will consider like leaders or strong leaders or like the voice of depending on what the scenario situations is right so you know like you guys stated before it took things in your personal life to get that growth and get there so like do you think that someone depending on at the era of time of your life who you know do you think that what's the words I'm trying to use so like someone that you have in your life personally, like personal outside of the org, like did you have somebody like very strong and monumental that you looked up to, to exude, you know, those type of things and to apply for, you know, pretty much what you just stated, like you like doing a mentorship and all of that. And it eventually turned into this, you have been in these type of leadership roles. Uh, Y'all heard me? Yeah, we heard you. I would say, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Seeing, even growing up, like, uh, working with my mom, like my mom worked in like the nursing home. So we would go there with her and like, I've always been like a community-based person. So seeing my mom and kind of seeing that growth and development, I took that and I just wanted to be around people who look like me too. My mom's like, go forth, prosper, right? Like I didn't, I didn't have like a horrible coming out story or anything. So, you know, my mom's like, go forth, prosper. And I was like, all right, bet. And then I met my pro fight who just kind of helped me along. Cause when I crossed, I couldn't even drink. I crossed the orb before I could even have a drink. So, wow, you know man. what I'm saying? I met, my, I met my pro fight and then that development just continued. But now in a round where I felt safe to do so. So for me, no, it's just kind of a transition of, of mentorship, if you will. Okay. So, um, Libra, could you elaborate on that? Because I know, you know, for some of, if I could say, like, for the trans women, like, it's it's things that's out there for them, but it's it's not a lot. Um, so to find that circle and chromatomy of other women that you can kind of get together and relate to, like, how would you, like, explain that or just figuring out to find your own circle of people and how can you relate and just kind of be able to help one another have a seat at the table? Um, so in, in the trans world, being a trans woman, you have many different layers of like what your, um, I don't want to say like career, but like what you would be like, your, your regular time spent could be you doing like drag shows, or you could be a girl that worked in like social services type of field. Or you could be the girl that's just, you know, working the beat, you know, being a person that receives gentleman callers, you know, whatever your ministry may have been, you know, those are different types of trans women. So we've never really had an organization within the Greek world. And I remember receiving some type of um, email and I answered the email and they see now I was put in a group and then Unique was in the group. And, uh, you know, weeks that went by, all these other trans women were coming into the group. A lot of them were, like, very much, um, I don't know if I can do this because I know the history of how sororities go. So that may not be the life for me. 
Um, but to me, I always thought about it. It's like how you, what you put into the organization is going to determine, you know, what comes out of the organization. So if the people are nasty, then, you know, them going in, then that's what the product is going to be coming out. And that's how people are going to be, you know, but if, you know, y'all are all about the same common everything, then y'all are good. So KISS, when KISS came around, I was excited. I really was. Um... But then again, I also thought that they were just trying to get my coins and run away and be like, there's some organization. Get up out of here. What you think this is? You know, because no. <laughs> I, I really had to, like, trust them. Like, OK, you know, is this really going to be a sorority coming out of this? You know, are we really going to be you know, successful? Because everybody wants to be an AKA. I know I wanted to be an AKA, but um that was something that i really wanted to have is that sisterhood that bond and it, it takes work it takes time it takes blood sweat and tears it takes restarting it takes rebranding it takes rebuilding it takes researching within yourself it takes you changing you, um, you know a lot of different things about you personally so you may not have been the leader back in the day but doing this process, whether you're going to pledge or whether you become an, an officer of some sort, you know, within the org, you you gonna learn some skills, whether you want to or not. So, um, I think I know that's, that's right. It's not as easy for trans women because we're used to quick, fast money. We 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 looking like, well, how's this gonna benefit me? Because a lot of us are looking for places to, to lay our head. A lot of us look for the next coin a lot of us are looking you know they don't live that life so they're at home it's like oh, sis, sis you still there oh shit got you libra yes somebody okay. called me they know they know i'm on the phone that's <laughs> when you put on do not disturb or airplane mode right oh. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, oh my goodness. So what I was saying was, it was, it's, I would say it's basically that whole thing that we all live under the guys that trans women do not get along. We can't work together. We can't do things together. Um, and in some spaces it shows, but you know, this org is here to change that because okay. we have so much work to do. We all have a common goal. So I know that's we're going to change that whole narrative. So to touch on, you know, the whole us coming and working together, because, you know, as not one, only just being black, right? So two, us being black and gay, like it tends to put a negative taste in, you know, everybody's mouths and things of that nature. Um, so Mr. Unique Gail Wilson, um, when it came to establishing and creating, you know, all these different type of orgs, you know, within under the TK5 umbrella, like what made you want to just kind of put push forth to do that to mesh all these, you know, different type of lifestyles in one, um, even though some backgrounds can be similar in story, but yet still different. How would you manage to accomplish this? full life rainbow of just you know strong black gay men strong black gay trans men and women just everybody okay when when i came here it was already here um that was one it was already established <clears throat> but over the years i think we've accomplished so many different feats of coming together working together with that common goal 
um, supporting each other. And that's that's the whole basis behind TA5 as a whole um, of us working and supporting each other as a family. And bringing in KISS and AQK, it completed that family and opened us up to the whole spectrum of the LGBT community. Um, so with that happening and stuff of that nature, which is good, by the way, because, you know, sometimes people want to know or have a little sense of backstory of things, of how these things can be created, because you do get people that feel like things like this can't be created or it just can't happen. Right. But, you know, it takes strong black people like us to show that these things, you know, can happen and it can be moved forward into being into something with the greatness. Um, so, Mr. Bro, you know, EC, during your journey and all of this, like, um, how was it for you with the experience and just the stair step of level of getting here? Um, my, a lot of y'all may not even know this, only Champ does, but I actually was an interest for A-Side back in like 05, 06. Um, yeah, like me and Champ were supposed to be LB. You're supposed to be with me and LB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, events happened, life happened, um, and I actually was a member of a different organization for masculine lesbians um, and I was part of uh, like their first line after their founding line. And I had seen a lot of people transition and I knew it was something that was on the horizon for me and I saw how they were treated. So my thing was I left before I could invest. Um, Cause like Libra said, <laughs> I was like, um, y'all just trying to take my money and I already know I'm gonna grow up to be a grown ass man and y'all not gonna fuck with me. Um, um, and then I got reached out to in 2012 um, about AQK um, Alpha Omega Capital Fraternity Incorporated and I kind of paid it I'm gonna just keep it keep it real I paid it um, and as time progressed because I knew I had already like new champ and other bros in a side and bros in a side that had transitioned i basically waited until those bros were like yeah yeah come on come on come on come on come on <laughs> um so my my growth is a little bit is a little bit different um a running joke like i've been online for top capital five for a long time like i showed up to winter ball and there were some people that saw me and it was like you back and i'm yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> Champ don't look to me like that. Um, <laughs> but I think that growth, it, it speaks to a lot, right? Because in 06, I wasn't in a in a place. Um, and when the time came for me to cross the charcoal and baby blue sands, like that time was right. Um, and similar to what Champ said, like, you don't really like, want to go into it like oh i want to be a leader it just kind of happens um and i didn't go to a want to lead i really went in wanting to have other brothers um that would like me similar experiences i think the one thing that's really dope about alpha Omega capital fraternity incorporated is that we are all men of trans experience different ranges in our transition transition different ages different sexual orientations 
So it's like you got straight men, you got gay men, you got bot men, you got pan men. Like it's just the range. I got brothers that got wives, I got brothers that got husbands. Like <laughs> um, so the diversity of that is, you know, it's really unheard of when you talk about men of trans experience um and the diversity of race. You know, a lot of people think that we're like a predominantly black fraternity, but I have Asian brothers, I have white brothers, I have Mexican brothers. So like that diversity, when you talk about race, when you talk about age, when you talk about generational gaps, um, there's an abundance of knowledge. Um, me and Chant were laughing about it the other day. I, I got a brother that graduated college in like 1980 something. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> 80 something. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the generational gaps in that, like there's just an abundance of knowledge and just so much to learn. So that's what I, I, I like and love the most. No, that's but a good thing. I just want to take, now to cut you off. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Anybody but can I go. I just want to take this moment because I want you to, to realize that you went into a whole circle and still found your ass right back in TK5. That goes to show you oh, yeah. that we was going to be, we was here regardless. We was just waiting for you to we figure out what you were going to open the door and say, come, come on in the room. <laughs> we just waiting for you. You can, I want, I want people to understand because I, I always feel like there's always like some bad breath somewhere about the umbrella of TK5. When you have members, whether they leave and come back, they thought about it, they were interested, but they still come back. They are members who left this organization, this umbrella, who still try to crawl their way back and they can't get back in. Y'all thought y'all could find something other there, over there, and what was what you was really looking for was the growth to bring your ass back right here. Libra. I mean, I feel that I can testify <laughs> to that. I mean, if I if I would have jumped on a train of pledging when I was asked to pledge child, I probably would have been in this this org about almost six, seven years. <laughs> I was asked years ago and I was like, what? The fraternal who? I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> You, I'm like, look, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I'm from the hood. You asking the wrong person for for turn away? <laughs> Can I buy a bow? <laughs> I, I know about gangs. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. You know. So sometimes it takes you know that time to really educate yourself and just see what more you want out of life. Um, cause I mean, I know for me, like it definitely was a process. Ooh, Libra, you still remember? All right, you Libra, nobody else calling you, sugar. No, no, you, no. I had to go get something. I didn't want to be rude and stand up while I was oh, him. I, I got you, baby. I got you. I just want to make sure. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. But no, like I was saying, sort of like, I mean, it was the same thing for me because I ended up being a part of, you know, Kappa Psi Kappa Fraternity Incorporated anyway. Um, it was later than sooner, but it was just one of those things I know for me, I didn't decide to pledge because I didn't know anything about Greek organizations. Like nobody never really taught me. Like I never knew it was a thing. Now, if you came to me and was like, you know, hey, you want to join, you know, Sir 13, Bloods and Crips, like I know that. I know that type of <laughs> Fraternity is <laughs> that life, you know. I, I just I didn't know. Um, so 
the whole purpose of me of wanting to join anyway is because I didn't know. And I was, me saying no was because I didn't know. So I was just like, well, maybe if I apply myself right, this could really be something for me. Now, I'm happy I'm crossed, right? Uh, it, it was the process for me because by that time I was in Jamaican. I was in college full time getting these degrees. Okay, I was working about three jobs and I was living in an expensive ass apartment in New York in the Bronx by the train line. So the struggle was hard for me <laughs> and trying to make these things. Schedule just did not work, honey. When I tell y'all, the, the struggle was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made it. We, you sure did. You know what I'm so, <laughs> but I know sometimes you know people don't have the resources of you know being able to network with people or rub elbows in the room and things of that nature because I know these type of things just happen for folks on the whim you know so for people that don't have those resources or connections like what what do you do the to make sure that it's enough information out so people can know that like we are here they're here like it's it's places for you if you feel that there is not a place for you anybody can answer I feel like the resources uh, there's a, an abundance of it now. In 2006, there were none. There was like two pages of a resource. <laughs> like you could probably Google and then got one hit. Like that's how how lackluster it was in those things. I think now the resources is in abundance, but there's still a lot of work to be done because even so we still got to be showing up you go to these community service events or these big aids walks and all of that other stuff and there are d9 more than you can blink there are multi multicultural orgs more than you can blink and then there's a handful of lgbt orgs that are out there and it's not that we're not out there we're just not showing up it, it it we have to as an as an LGBTQ umbrella organization, no matter what our organ pledge, we have to start showing up. Otherwise, nobody is going to know that LGBT org exists. We're not, and, it, and that doesn't mean we have to be a walking brand and open our mouth and, and that has to fall out like automatically, but we have to show up to the places that it matters. And, and if we're trying to make moves in the LGBT community, we have to show up in those places that matter. Not just at the AIDS walk, not just at the Mantra Dimes walk. We need to be at everything that matters to us as far as those LGBTQ um, letters are concerned. And the, the, the problem the problem with that is is that we are we are still limiting ourselves because a lot of people are still limited themselves. And by that, I mean, they, they're scaling back because they don't want no backlash. Like they don't, they, you know, they don't want to feel like they're not proud to wear, wear their letters. They don't want to get involved with no, you know, riffraff or none of that. Like a lot of people are still, um, even in the D9 world, like a lot of them still looking down on us. Like we stole a legacy. Like we didn't steal your legacy. We just created our own. Give us some fucking respect. Right. I mean, that's the reason they created their own. Like, the white people didn't want to let them in. The black people was like, we're going to go and do this. 
So now you got black gays doing this. Now it's a thing. Why Why is it a thing? Like, we not stepping right. on nobody's toes. We ain't telling you to move out the way. What we said was, you didn't want me into where you are. So we created the lane that this is our lane. Right. But I feel like a lot of a lot of us are still are still playing it safe. We just need to start showing up. I mean that's that thing's true. I think part of that discussion too is like while we the collective we haven't stepped on anybody's toes, there's been a lot of stepping and stealing of if like you know, I've seen people showing out and you know hand signs and all kinds of just straight up stolen so like that hurt that they have is genuine is real because they have experienced that not from us we not doing it but it is out there where they just like no man i don't want you showing up here and doing the same why are you shimmying and and he's shimmying right like you know what i'm saying (laughs) in my experience like my friends, close friends, people close to me are all like D9 and stuff. Like when you show up in those spaces, I've I've never been in a place where I wasn't welcome. Where it wasn't like they don't care if it's just me or it's ten of us. Like, yo, stroll if you want to, come to the event, do whatever, like put yourself out there. So those spaces, especially now in the in the twenty first century, like later on as these things are more predominant, like those spaces are open up and we like she said like we just got to show up in them and just be like yo we here as our authentic self but like we're here but I, I really think that what's what separates us is no difference between us and d9 but they they have a history but we also have history now too many of our orgs are pushing 20 years and TK5 is pushing 20 years. Like, look at that. Look at everything that we have been through and we're still here. And we just all have to take what Tori, my sister Tori just stated. Like, you got, we have to get out there and be visible. We got to show people who we are and what we do. And we got to look the part. We're the letter. And that's what this is all about, being visible. When I came here, like she said, when I... And I started here back in um, 2011 and in New York, I was walking those streets and pavement with that shirt on and I was passing out, passing out pamphlets because I wanted people to know about the organization. And as, as you should, because like now we know it's, it's a lot of them there. <laughs> I took pride in that. And I think <laughs> we, we got we to gotta take pride. D9 members take pride in what they do. They take pride in those letters they wear across their chest. We have to do the same. No, and you are absolutely right. So with that being said, like, what do, what, do, what do you think is the reason that people don't want to, like, take that on? They don't want to be prideful for what they worked for. Because, you know, we've known, like, if you work for it, show it. If you got it, flaunt it. So if we go through the process and we do all these things to get these letters, so, like, why would I get the letters? and be like, oh, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't know anything about, like, why, like, why not? Why people are so afraid to do that? Like, what, what makes them afraid to do it? Go I ahead, EC. EC has his hand up like this whole time. <laughs> well, I was going to say back to like the previous point um, of like being proud of your letters. I think the one thing I'm most proud about with Alpha Omega Kappa Fraternity Incorporated 
is that the members of Alpha Omega Kappa Fraternity Incorporated do the work. So it's automatically in the trans community, like especially amongst black trans men, it's like uh, I've heard guys say like, if it's not AQK, I'm, I'm really not hearing it. Like it, like across the board, like there's a respect there of they know the guys in AQK are doing that work. Um, to your follow-up question about like why there's not that pride in that, I think that has to be instilled within the organization. I think when it comes to Alpha Omega Kappa Fraternity Incorporated, we have stealth members, we have low disclosure members. So with us being an organization that exclusively accepts uh, men of trans experience, those letters will automatically out you um, and outing can be dangerous. So there are, you know, I have a lot of paraphernalia that just say Kings on it. So it can be a thing of where I can rep my letters, I can rep my colors, but I'm not putting myself in any intimate danger in that moment of being, you know, at the barbershop chilling and they like, what's that? And they do a quick Google search and then all of a sudden it, it could be something. You know, um, I think that's a part of it. But I also think, you know, D9 hasn't been too nice to LGBT folks, especially when it comes to the standpoint of like, as you said, Aquarius, they don't let people in and then allow them to be their authentic self. They usually have to like dial it back or do something different to conform to their traditional standards. Right. Um and I think the one thing I love about Tau Kappa Phi is that because it's been around so long and because there are so many different organizations and because we're out in the community, I come from a D9 family. Like my mother's D9, my dad's D9, my sisters, my cousins, like everybody is Greek. And when my mom held an actual like national regional office, like that even instilled in me more like if I'm gonna pledge anything, like it can't be no slump. Like you can't, it can't be something that just popped up. It can't be something <laughs> that yeah. the paperwork. Like you gotta have it all together. And I think a lot of people, as uh, Tori and Libra said, like they're like popping up. People feel as though like it's that easy to just make an organization and just pull it all together. Um, so I think that's where a lot of the pride comes in. I think when you're talking about organizations out of, outside of Tau Kappa Phi, um, because there's no shortage of pride in Tau Kappa Phi. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll pay the whole town baby blue real quick. Uh, <laughs> but I think that has uh, a lot to do with it. No, no, that's good. That's good. Um, what else? What else I was gonna say? I was trying to gather my thoughts as y'all talking. I love when y'all speak because it helps me think. <laughs> um, uh, you know, <laughs> um, but you know, despite that, everything that has already been you know put forth, and we have like a lot more stuff to put in the history books and things because you know we're kind of used to like what it was like back then, but still keeping some of that blueprint and things like that. So, like, um, chat. What I wanted to say for you, like. What is uh, your visionary or what do you foresee with like taking Tau Kappa Phi to like this whole um, big grand, grand scheme of things of like what like what do you see it growing more into or what do you have a vision for it becoming? I see more life, more life, more life. Like just like that. I want to I, I hope to see 
Tower Pepper Five position to be celebrating a centennial, to be harboring 3,000 members in a chapter or and you know in a region or something like that like just the scalability of seeing having people be out in the community having people see and like understand that like we're here we ain't going nowhere we've been here for 20 some years like we're pushing towards 25 we're pushing towards 50 and you know we want to get to the point where all the chapters got 100 people like new and like you know what I'm saying? We're, our growth is just exponential. With what I see, eventually, we're just going to explode at one point. So it's probably best to just go ahead and get get everything aligned and get ready to, to be prepared for that when that day I comes. Know, <laughs> I, just, I just see more people, more life. Like, we are out there. People are seeing us. And they're interested, right? Like, the resources is there. You can now Google it and 20 orgs will pop up. You know, you're not you're not stuck in one group, so it, I think it's just gonna explode at some point. No, I think they. I, I feel the same thing, like because like um, I was gonna like I was gonna say that because I actually do because I was gonna say like for Libra, like like what do you see with getting like more of the information out there so we can get you know more of the the trans women like more space for them to know that there is a space for them. Like, how can we get them also to the front line as well? You know. Not necessarily just being the face, but just doing the work, just like letting them know that you guys are here too, because it's room for everybody, for you know, trans women, trans men, gay men, all of us. Um, so like how how we get them to start stepping up to the fourth plate. Libra. Um Okay, you can hear me right. Oh, okay. Um so the biggest thing is word of mouth to me. Because that's like a conversation starter. If you're able to have a conversation with someone that you bump into and she may be of trans experience and you just start getting this vibe from her that, you know, she would be a good candidate for kids. I always encourage people to do that. Um, but I think with us being as consistent as we have been and clean looking how we've been and the type of content that we've released to the public, it's of great quality. I feel that that right there is a talking piece as well. Because when we post, it's not like we get like a couple of people that look at it and then it's a thumbs up. You know, um, we get quite a bit of people and then the network is growing even bigger. So more people, more eyes are seeing the things that we're doing. And each time we're getting like new different ideas of how we can showcase whatever the topic may be of something that we feel is important to our community so um for example we did like the presidential election type of stuff um just doing that alone we got a lot of people interested in the word um that sparked with this last line having to be of 10 girls and then like i said we crossed four so the word's getting out there and i'm excited but also the thing that i'm proud of is the fact that we're going back to talk about tk5 the support that we've been receiving whether it's been from the top from the middle or from the bottom everyone has uh i can it's so many emails that come into my inbox it's so many people are you accepting applications oh i have this one chick i think she's interested you know and i'm always directing okay so like this interest application and then they hit me back again I'm like well they didn't do what they were supposed to do 
So you need to get up on them. <laughs> I'm yes. not gonna do it just yet. You know, I need you to get up on them so then they can, you know, either submit the application or um, you know, have if they have questions, ask questions because you know, this I will say, and y'all all can say the same thing that when it comes down to that pledging process, many are called, but few make it. So it's not for mm. everybody. However, what I tell the girls, everyone has an opportunity to test and see if it's something that you can do. If you want it, then you will achieve and strive to get to that end goal. However, it makes me a never mind because I'm only, I'm only looking for the girls that's here to, 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 to do the work. If you're here to do the work, if you're here to you know get your hands dirty and to evoke change, I'm ready to work with you. So... Word of mouth is my biggest thing, but then also what we're producing as far as content is another way that we can get people to um, see, you know, we're here. I know that's right. Well, you know, with all that lovely stuff being said and you guys sharing everything, um, I like to move on to my hold on. Aggie. Here we go. <laughs> you know, I like to, Tori, you already know I like to move on to the segment over here. Y'all know. I'm gonna move on into my good good game called Tea and Hot Chocolate. <laughs> I was just about to ask, like, is that the tea or the hot chocolate? <laughs> no, no, baby. So it's very, very simple. Um, all I do is just ask random questions, just random. Um, if you feel like it's tea, it's piping, then you say it's tea, right? So if you feel that the question is 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 not like it's not what it is. It's just it's just, it's just a shitty mess. It's just hot chocolate. Um, you just say hot chocolate. Now, you know, whatever your response is, if you want to elaborate or not, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. But you got to sing the song. You got to do the song. Tea. You got to, you got to, you know, chocolate. Tea. Hot chocolate. Say, ready, say, tea. And hot chocolate, I say tea. Hot chocolate. <laughs> okay, so y'all not y'all not gonna get me on this live. Now I'm trying to keep it together. Trying to keep it together. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Now hold on, wait. <laughs> okay. Now these ain't no particular order. And, you know the questions is very short because I'll just three, just three. Anybody can answer anybody if you don't want to answer that's fine. Because like I said, I got another guest y'all, but we gonna start off with this. Right? Y'all y'all's ready? Yeah. Got your copy. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> so tea and hot chocolate. Is a support system very much needed in life? T. 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 Mm. Mm. Some shape or form. Y'all feel it, Tori? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I'm like, you You let us know because we, baby, we wait on you. We like, say what? <laughs> I mean, I guess. 
I mean, okay, Tor, just for you, I can give you a, a 50 50, sis. You want a 50 50? You want to? You're going to have to mix that for me. You you, okay, okay. I'll give you 50 50. I'll give you 50 50 on that. Hot okay. chocolate is made out of milk. <laughs> 2%. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Right. Like, so what the whole movie was two percent. Skim. That's skim. So let's get to the next question though, right? So ten hot chocolate, okay? Got it? Y'all y'all ready? Ears perked? Alright. Because of generational gaps, is it the reason for miscommunication? Oh, hot that's chocolate. Awesome. Hot chocolate. That was that was very forceful. Like, I'm please do explain. I want to know. <laughs> Man, generational gaps is not the cause of uh, com- communication errors. It's your failure to comprehend something. That's that's <laughs> right. a communication error. So forget the age gap. What what are we talking about? What, what so so what you saying is if we don't know English, we don't know nothing. I'm just, you can't comprehend. <laughs> or, I don't or know what if you don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I know. I can, are you hearing me? But are you listening? Like that's the difference. That's that's, that's the hot job. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. I mean, I are you say, are you speaking the language to be understood? I think it's T. Honestly, please do tell. Um, I think it's T because from a, a generational standpoint, um. At least for me, like I was raised in a sense like you have to stay in a child's place. So when you become an adult and you try to assert yourself, your parents have a a difficult time realizing that you are an adult. Like, yes, you are still, quote, their child, but you grown. Um, So I do think that it's a generational gap when it comes to miscommunication, because I don't know about y'all, but I was told oftentimes like, when I wanted to express myself as a child, like, nah, it doesn't matter. Stay in a child's place, things like that. And now, like, you know, I'm I'm a little off the rocker. I say what I got to say when I got to say it. And if you don't like it, I can go home. Um, <laughs> and I exercise my right to go home all the time. <laughs> all the time. I exercise myself to never leave my crib. It better be beneficial or a check that follows. <clears throat> I'm just saying, you can't leave out the house and don't get no money. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not leaving the house until that deposit is paid first. Hello. If I cash out my Venmo, my PayPal, I want it all. Matter of fact, give me my Apple Pay, nigga. <laughs> yes. Okay, all right, y'all. This is the last and final question, right? Y'all ready? Unique, did we, did we lose you? No, I'm here. Uh, all right, shit. Last been question. Tea and hot chocolate. You look at Tori. She just already ready, because she got she in the camera like bitch. I don't miss nothing. I don't. <laughs> 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 Last final question. Tea and hot chocolate. Will creating an island to a peaceful community could make the world a better place? No. That's that's wait, say, say it again. Island? Will creating an island to a peaceful community can make the world a better place. No, yeah. gotcha. That's, that's all the way, Chuck. That's, 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 that's hot chocolate shit there. Yeah. We, we can't create a place of peace. 
AI. That's like separating yourself, right? Yeah. I guess y'all y'all educated. Y'all caught on. I ain't gonna give y'all that. <laughs> 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 I, I was stuck on the fact that you said one eye. People gonna take that long know. journey across that bridge and go to the place of peace, and then they're gonna mess up the place of peace. Yeah. They're gonna take they it. They're gonna invade it to mess it up. Okay. <laughs> they, did they did it with Black Wall Street. <laughs> That's the tea. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure America started as a journey to an island. That's exactly what happened. Now, I, I already know that. I know that. Okay. So, right. I got another game. Y'all come, y'all like my games? Because I mean I got one more game for y'all. Y'all come on. Y'all gonna y'all gonna play with me. Y'all y'all ain't gonna go nowhere in the right. Y'all don't y'all gotta go to bed. Y'all grown. You ain't got no curfew. Nothing. No, you, Tori, you gonna stay? You gonna stay on this live with us? Cause I know you like to get off. I got you the night food. I got you the night food. Probably like the next minute, man. Um, okay. All right. We gonna we gonna go into the next segment. You know, still singly gets going on up in this piece. However, done so then. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to Fun in the Nineties. Right. We're gonna do a trip. You see this? See this? See us? Fun in the Nineties. You don't remember the '90s wasn't fun for you, Unique. No, it was fun. <laughs> I was young. I was like, I was young. I'm just saying, fun <laughs> in the 2000s. I, that was fun. Did he say yeah, 2000 was fun? Yeah, 2000 was fun as well. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> 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 so fun in the 90s, so I'm explaining. So fun in the 90s, if y'all are good 90 buffs folks, I think y'all are. I see it. I think I feel it. I feel the energy. Libra looks like she is ready. She's going to give me every answer to man of these questions that I'm going to give her. So if you know your stuff from 1990 to 1999, you're going to answer these correctly. If you answer wrong, everybody got their cocktail. You got to take a sip. Okay. 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 You got your water, juice, your hydrates, your collaterates, your H2O. Got them? You got them? You ready? Oh, all right. All right. Fun in the 90s. Let's do this. Right? <laughs> First question. What year did the Spice Girls have their first number one single? How the hell Can know I that? I don't know that. My cousin knows the answer. I guarantee you. I'm in the soul music. I'm telling you. I'm going to say 1993. I'm going to say 94. 94. Ooh, no. Okay, dang, y'all was close. No, it's not 94. 98? You, you, you was close, but no, he said 98. No. Ooh, you want to give it one more twirl? No, 97. 95. 96. <laughs> 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 we done went through all, we all of these. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fifth grade. And, and, and what song was it? If you want to be my lover? 
That was it. That was it. The fact, the fact that you knew the song and didn't know the year, that's the problem to me. That's the problem. Listen, me. I know what year that was. I just knew that I liked the black girl from the Spice Girls. I was like, ooh. Uh, so you like? Yeah, you like? Yeah, you like that one? Like, uh, <laughs> Unique said he was in the tenth grade, so that means Unique was still straight at the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> Unique was not messing with men in the tenth grade. Okay, right. Y'all, y'all ready for the next question, y'all? Ready? You got your drinks ready? Because y'all didn't take a sip to the last one because y'all know y'all lost no, the last one. I, I took my sip. Just she so took her, her sip before she even thought about the answer. <laughs> <laughs> next question. How many members is in Backstreet Boy? Five. Five? 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 Like they know stuff. Y'all, y'all educated folks. Y'all are educated. Look at that. Look at Jesus. Hallelujah. Y'all got, y'all got a point. Y'all should get back. I thought we was going to hear something about take me there. Now you get it, chef. Okay, okay. Y'all, y'all ready for the next one? Got it? You show. Y'all, okay. So, what TV character was so popular in the 90s that he got his own cereal? Steve Urkel. Come on, Ethan. You better know it, baby. You better know that. Barbara, he went from his own cereal to his own weed line. Look at this. I'm I wonder what the cereal tastes like. Uh, I mean, I'm, we know what purple Urkel tastes like, but the cereal does. Like. No, what was that? Oh, it was um Steve Urkel. Yeah, uh, on cereal. Yeah, yeah. He, was? he was on the Wheaties box. Oh, okay. oh I know that. No. Yeah, he literally. But I'm saying, but I know he was on Wheaties too. But child, did he look did like Steve Urkel or Wheaties. Stefan Urkel? Which one it did was, he look like? It was Urkel. It was he, Urkel. Man, I definitely wasn't interested in that shit. Next question. What was the most popular cell phone on the market in 1999? Sidekick. Nokia. The Nokia. Razor? You got a drink. You got that wrong. Yeah. Man, I, know, I wanted a sidekick so bad. In the 90s? In the 90s? In the 90s. 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 I sure the fuck did. Well, you had to pull the skis, up. Because I had a black one. It was real big. Okay. It was big. <laughs> y'all, y'all ready for next? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like y'all should know this. What? Uh, part of me telling me y'all gonna get it wrong, but I feel like y'all should know this. <laughs> y'all of age, so y'all should know. Um, <laughs> what does AOL stand for? American Online. <laughs> 
Uh, y'all just gonna let EC answer all the questions for y'all. Why they sit here with the blank look face? Like, so somebody gonna answer it, but I don't know. The, I don't know the answer. <laughs> you need to be honest. Like, I I know it, so I'm gonna just drink, just grab it. <laughs> <laughs> real sick, like, like the only thing I remember about AOL was was the little ding and be like, you got mail. Welcome, you got mail. Welcome, you got mail. What happened That's to you, What happened to you? Every, every time I heard that, that just lets me know when somebody was cheating on a significant other, because that was the only time you, you could cheat You could cheat back in a day like that, if y'all don't remember. Just saying. I'm sorry. I was, I was with Yahoo at the time. <laughs> well, I had a pager at the time, but I don't think the folks that's watching know what pagers are. I don't even, I'm not even going through that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your time <laughs> Y'all ready for next one? Mm-mm. Y'all did y'all I'm just saying. Well, question. What was the most popular way to communicate in the 90s? Email. Who do who? I think I was still writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> Passing notes in school. The landlines, right? Y'all all got it wrong. Y'all need a drink. Come up with no cell phone. And the crazy thing is I said the answer. I said I had a pager. <laughs> y'all know when y'all trying to do some freaky stuff, no, you would tell me, push, push this code in. I know you're ready to do it. They became obsolete really quick. <laughs> they definitely did. Okay, okay. Obsolete really quick. Like, okay, so this, about, this is about to be the last one. Y'all ready? Y'all got it? The, the last and final question, right? Yes. What was the highest grossing film of the 1990s decade? Titanic? What? Look at you, unique, all educated and shit. Yeah. Hey, that's the last movie you just watched. You need- no, 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 I'm telling you the reason why, because I watched it 10 times in the movie. In the movie? Oh, I was about to say, you was actually sitting there with, because that was when they were. The three VHSs came out with Titanic. No, it was no, yeah, no, shoot. That was a long ass fucking movie. But it was no, it was it was, it was a it was a good movie though at the time. There's no, enough. It's been eighty four years. <laughs> there was room for Jack. There was room, there was room for, for Jack. Jack. No. And they were looking for the diamond, and she had it the whole time in her room. The, right. the whole damn time. And Grandma looked like she was about to go take a damn dip at the end with the goddamn diamond. Well, this has been fun. I wish I could keep y'all all night, because this would be great, but I don't want to then turn it into a two-hour segment. But, um, you know, I want to thank y'all for doing this. This was amazing. Thank you for educating the people, you know, letting them know about org life. Because, like I said, you know, a lot of people don't know because I didn't know. You know, we just don't know nothing about their lifestyle from time to time. But if you like, you know, you guys reintroduce yourselves, drop your social media handles for the folks and the organization handles. Sorry. So I'm getting directed in front of producers in the bank. <laughs> so, you know. Just, you know, let the folks know where they can find you and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, if they really want to find all of us, all they really need to do is go to www.tk5.org and click on the organizations that are pertinent to you. 
Final Capital Sorority Incorporated, Alpha Psi Capital Fraternity Incorporated, Kappa Psi Capital Fraternity Incorporated, Alpha Omega Kappa Fraternity Incorporated, Kappa Iota Sigma Incorporated. Emphasis on the I and C because we are all incorporated organizations. <laughs> right. That part. That part. So, as I will always say, you know, if you can't kick it with your Judy's, then who can you kick it with? <laughs> I want yeah. to thank everybody, yes, for tuning in tonight um, on this lovely podcast of Singly Gay. And also, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure that you like, share, and subscribe, and hit the notification bell every time we drop a leak or any new updates are coming up, because, you know... <laughs> Huh? I'm the bitch, so come and check me out. Like, I'm trying to get these numbers up, okay? It is hard in the street. I'm a one-woman show. I feel like I'm out here being like, cheer. Okay, so, gotta do this. <laughs> but I definitely want to thank you guys really for coming in. We can keep this going, but we just gonna have to move over off this. But I love everybody for tuning in. Also, I want to shout out to all my Facebook people that have been watching this whole entire time, dropping your comments. I'm sorry I couldn't really get to them. You know, it was kind of far distance because child, I'm gonna have to read this stuff later. Um, well, we was fine. We was fine later. It, it, it was it was fine. Yes. So <laughs> I love you guys, and I want to say have a good night and. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, family. Deuces. Deuces. Bye.